Before we get into today's episode, we want to quickly tell you that Black History Always is a new podcast in partnership with The Undefeated that takes a deep dive into the stories of now and tomorrow from a black aperture that will empower and inspire. Hosted by Clinton Yates, rate, review, and follow Black History Always. Also, relive one of the greatest icons and most successful teams in sports history, Michael Jordan and the 1997-98 Chicago Bulls. Stream the Emmy and NAACP Image Award winning series, The Last Dance, on ESPN+. We want to quickly tell you that Black History Always is a new podcast in partnership with The Undefeated. It takes a deep dive into the stories of now and tomorrow, from a black aperture that will empower and inspire. It's hosted by Clinton Yates. Rate, review, and follow Black History Always. Also, relive one of the greatest icons and most successful teams in sports history, Michael Jordan and the 1997-1998 Chicago Bulls. Stream the Emmy and NAACP Image Award-winning series, The Last Dance, on ESPN+. What's up, guys? It's Daniel Cormier. Welcome to part two of this week's DC and RC. Now, AJ McKee's a, yeah, he's, he's going to be a star. And guys that are already stars are fighting on Saturday night. And I'm talking about one guy that his name resonates. And people love him. He's okay. He's She's okay. She's okay. The Black okay. okay. gets to walk out in front of his hometown. Not his hometown. Sorry, his adopted hometown of Houston. He's from New Orleans originally. As he takes on Cyril Gaon for the interim heavyweight championship of the world. Now, I ask you this, RC. We love to talk about the matchups. We won't do that. We want to talk the story. To you, what's more exciting? Derek Lewis and Francis Ngannou fighting again in what was one of the worst fights in the UFC's history, if we're being honest. You said the history? In the history of the UFC. Bro, I was in the back. I was in the back waiting to fight Stipe. Falling asleep because these dudes would not touch each other. <laughs> they were running around in the circle, not doing anything. But if you look at the Black Beast, look at this. This dude's got wins, knockouts. He does everything. So you know he can be exciting. So are you excited about that rematch, hoping it's better? Or Cyril Gan winning, having Coach Fernand Lopez in his corner, who was Francis's coach in his Why first Why are you being petty, fight. bro? I, I'm, yeah, I'm, Why are you being petty? I am so messy. You have no that idea has, how messy I this am. This has nothing I to am, do dude, with the actual no, fight, listen, DC. It don't matter. I'm messy, Ryan. I'm the person oh that's sitting on the gosh. porch starting fights between the kids in the neighborhood. It's what I do. I love it. DC, oh, I please? Let all me. the MMA fans no. think that I'm here no, I'm to messy. be the petty, no, bro, messy one, and you're going to give us all this great analysis of the fight. No, I'm not giving You about to do this on the show right now? I want to know for you. Do you are you are you into the pettiness? Because Francis left Francis <laughs> left Fernand. So right. now Fernand has built another guy who's undefeated. And he can go to Francis if he fights him and go, my guy became the champ as an undefeated fighter. So what so he said it. So 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 why why did Francis leave his coach though? Was, was there a reason? Did he say anything? You know, or it just it? seemed like it all fell apart after the loss in Boston to Stipe, right? He kind of moved, he left mm-hmm. France, he moved to the US full time and became the champ. So obviously he made the yeah. right decision. But now, isn't it like a tale as old as time? It's like it's like an old karate movie from the '80s where you leave your sensei and he gets a new guy to go get you. You know? Yeah, but so so I, I'm not gonna do like you and turn my back on Popeyes <laughs> like like you did, which which made Derek not like you in the first I place. I understand that. Yeah, I can't believe you turned your back on Popeyes. <laughs> you know, he's he's a he, he's a New Orleans guy, not now in Houston. But that that story does resonate to me 
to, to have an opportunity to talk about a coach. And I, the, the word you use that keeps ringing in my ear is built another guy. You see what I'm saying? So yep. taking a guy from scratch, a guy who, who is big like you, and now giving him this different skills, right? We've seen Cyril Gan get into the octagon and submit guys, right? We've seen him use his power. We've seen him use his kicks. Honestly, show us a different array of skill that we never saw with Francis Ngannou, especially early like this. But for me to say that I don't want to see Derek Lewis and, 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 and win this fight and get an opportunity to show us that standing on the outside of Francis Ngannou is not something that he's going to do a second time. But look at this, though, man. Look at the list that Cyril Gan can join if he wins this weekend. Francis Ngannou, Junior Dos Santos, Cain Velasquez, Randy Couture. Those are names that will live in Forever. history of mixed martial arts. But for me, I think about Cyril Gan. And he's a soft-spoken guy, right? He understands that he's not a big-time trash talker. Right. He talks with his hands and his feet and his movement. And I really do believe that when I look at him, I just had a chill. Did you see? Ooh, I just had a big chill this over guy, there. Man. Talking that, about Cyril This God, guy man. getting fired up already. God, I like, got like a Cyril chill. God already I mean, fight. come on, man. <laughs> so when I talk about Cyril God, I feel, honestly, RC, like, He's like the, the evolution of mixed martial arts at the heavyweight division. And because I know Francis is big and Francis is powerful. We've seen guys like that before. Derek Lewis is like that. We have not seen a Cyril Gano, a guy that moves in the way that he moves, that can pick you apart, that can keep you at range and do the things that he's done. That's why I'm so interested in this fight between Derek and Cyril. Well, if you listen to Derek, Derek said, right, I got 25 minutes to touch him one time. Because he has that type of knock, knockout power. Then Cyril Gan on the other side saying, you know what? I don't necessarily think he's the best I've fought. You know, this is a guy, he, he can punch, but he needs to work on his cardio. He doesn't necessarily have this larger array of skill. And in general, that's not trash talk. But if I'm Derek Lewis, that's how I internalize it. Yeah. And we want to come out and we want to see a black beast that is feasting, a black beast that is chasing, a black beast that is trying to get that knockout. And I think we see that this fight and the winner of this fight understands what's the next challenge. And even though you say the fight was boring, right, you, you say you say you didn't enjoy the fight. I remember a guy who used to play football talking to a former two division champ and saying that he thought another fight was born. Yeah, and all that man. guy told me was, well, I he mean, won the fight. That, Derek Lewis Derek Lewis won the fight. When you're fighting a guy like Francis Ngannou, that's what it takes. That fight's not that boring the next time. And I believe what we see this Saturday is what we will get in a fight like that. And so to you, if Cyril Ghosn stands in front of Derek Lewis and shows that array of skills, will we see that Francis Ngannou-Cyril Ghosn matchup? Or will it be Derek Lewis, Francis Ngannou oh, too? Oh, let me tell you one thing. I can't pick. That, this is what I love about my job, calling the fights. I don't have to pick. That's <laughs> on you to pick. But guess what you'll learn in fighting? People hate when you pick against them. The, 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 the fighters are the most sensitive human beings on the entire planet. But here's the thing. For Cyril Ghosn, this is massive because this gives him an opportunity to be in front of a big striker, yeah. big puncher like he's going to see in Francis Ngannou. But we're not in Houston for one fight. Yes. Jose Aldo returns. One of your like this is one of the guys I told you. that from conversation one you have always liked, yep. and he makes his return on Saturday in the co-main event. How, what, what Jose Aldo do you think we see in the return? Because he's got another big step up. He's got another big mm -hmm. massive fight in front of him. You think you you go back to watching him against Piotr Jan, and, and and he really just picked him apart. 
Uh, Jose Aldo came out aggressive. It was his first time back down at the weight. And so now we get to see him against another fighter, Munoz, who needs this fight. Yeah, they do. He, 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 both of these guys are necessarily, not necessarily gatekeepers, but trying to be back in a situation where they're counted as contenders. Yeah. And Jose Aldo, I told you this a long time ago when I told you why I liked uh, Conor McGregor. He was the first small individual I was actually scared of. Mm-hmm. Can we see that type of explosiveness? Do we see it again? Or does Jose Aldo... Even if he wins tonight, never get an opportunity to contend for a championship. Is he a guy like Anderson Silva who we will see fight other dudes who are coming up in the ring so they can say, I fought Anderson Silva. I fought Jose Aldo. And now the UFC and Dana White gets to say, you beat a legend. We can move you up and make you a contender. You know, Jose Aldo still is very viable. The problem is when you've lost to the champion, right? And you have recreated yourself to get to this weight class. It's hard to envision a time where he becomes that true contender again. Is it not possible? I will not say that because I will never pull the curtain back on a guy that wants to fight, right? I can't do that. I refuse to. But if you look at everything, Pedro Munoz and Jose Aldo, it does not look like right now is a time where those two are going to be contending for a championship, especially when Aljamain Sterling is fighting against Piotr Jan, and then TJ Dillashaw is kind of waiting in the queue. But this is a great step in a, a very fun fight yes. that will lead to something bigger, especially for Pedro Munoz if he can get past Jose Aldo, which will not, which will not be easy because Jose still possesses unbelievable power. He's still extremely athletic, and the guy is still motivated. To become a champion, regardless of what we, the talking head, say, <laughs> he is a guy that still wants to be the, the talking head. No. You know, once he, once he, once you hold that belt, no. you never lose that desire to become the UFC champion. I know that Jose Aldo, that still burns deep inside of him. But let's get back to Manscaped. We go one more time to our good friends over at Manscaped. Now, I don't know if I grabbed the same ad read twice. I'm not exactly sure. But let me pull here, pull here. This uh, is what happened when DC yeah, better, and RC are on site. There it is. Here we go again, right? Breaking news, guys. Important PSA brought to you by Manscaped.com. The engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the U.S. and Canada. I'm one of the first people that have tried it, the 4.0. I'm blown away by the performance, the craftsmanship. The details on the 4.0. Next level, it's beautiful. So join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. That's 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code DC at manscaped.com. And once again, if you're trimming your face with your body trimmer, it's time for you to make some changes and take a big, big look in the mirror. Get 20% off, free shipping with the code DC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code DC. Unlock your confidence as always. Use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. RC, what do we got here? What do you got? You're pointing at something. What do you got for me? Because you've been... We, we know that you were a great wrestler, an amazing career, and wrestling is on the front stage, but this time it's an American woman that brings home the gold. Oh, <laughs> You know, and so you got to think about the excitement that you have if you're Tamara Mensa and you get an opportunity to bring home the gold for your country as the first African-American woman to do that, right, to accomplish that and even get a shout out from the UFC and Dana White. Yeah, she did, man. Tamara was so proud of all that she did. 
she started wrestling down in Texas in a state that's not traditionally known for uh, wrestling. But she got a shout out from the, from the boss. You know, congratulations to Mara Mintzstock for being the first black woman to win a wrestling gold medal. I love your energy. I love your positivity. And we couldn't have asked for a better representative of our country. Now, that, that's just Tamara. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's her, right? Mm-hmm. She's, she's bubbly. She's happy. She's excitable. And I, I love that she is the first uh, black U.S. woman to win a gold medal. She wrestled a Nigerian woman in the final. So me and Kamara Usman watched the match together. I'm yelling USA. You know, he's rooting for both. But for Tamara, it was a big deal. Guys, she's only the second woman to ever win uh, a gold medal for the United States. So massive for Tamara. But you see my shirt. I, I got the USA, USA right off my chest right now because it's represent. Olympic time. And we got the guys there scrapping right now, man. David Taylor did his thing. Uh, Gable Stevenson, Thomas Gilman, uh, you know, Kyle Dake, who's a two-time world champion. The guys are doing fantastic, and the Olympics have been great. But, Ryan, listen, I get it. There's big things happening all the time. And I saw your podcast, and you guys were talking to the great Troy Palomalu. Yeah. And listen, the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. Those as, dastardly Cowboys yeah, you know, get to as play as, your Steelers as, again. As excited as you are about Tamara Mensa stock, I'm that excited about the Hall of Fame game. Not because anybody ever wants to play five preseason games or four preseason games and have an extra one, but because of Troy Palomalu getting the opportunity to go into the Hall of Fame. Truly one of the greatest people I've ever been around, one of the smartest humans I've ever been around, and one of the greatest football players of all time. So to have an opportunity to be there as he receives his gold jacket, man, would be one of the greatest honors of my football career, just knowing that I was a part of that journey. But RC, just in terms of a Steeler class, right? Like, it's a big one for the yeah, entire got, organization. Yeah, we got uh, Alan Fanica is going in. Bill Cower is going in. When you when you receive an, a, a, an invitation to the Steeler Hall of Fame party, not just Troy Palomalu, it's a huge deal. And I'll leave with this. At, at the Super Bowl two years ago, uh, Bill Cower goes in. Uh, Troy Palomalu's in. Alan Fanica doesn't get in. And we have this big dinner. And it's Franco Harris. And it's, it's Mel Blunt. And it's Rod Woodson. And you're sitting amongst all of this greatness. And you realize what that organization not only means to Pittsburgh, but means to football. And so to have a weekend where that organization and our organization is represented in the way that it will be. It's going to truly be a treat. And so I'll make sure I have my phone out with the ESPN Plus to make sure I can see USC 265. But you better believe I have tears in my eyes watching those men who deserve those jackets get them. Rightfully so, man. It's a great organization. And again, guys, it's been another great show. It's been fantastic. It's been fun. My man, RC, thanks for getting on the plane, dog. Oh, yeah, you know, Coming to see you, me. very see close. <laughs> we appreciate it. We love the support that we've been getting from you guys. Please continue to watch everywhere you can get your podcast, ESPN Plus on YouTube. That's DC and RC every single week. They're coming right to your living room, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.